what's important to you. For us, food is super important to us. Having a beautiful meal, having a beautiful bottle of wine. Not every meal, but sometimes. But I, I'd say I'm, I'm more or less want to pay for the knowledge. Welcome back to the Travcess Podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron, and we are coming to you live from Rome, Italy. For all of you that don't know who we are, we are Kim and Aaron. We are healthcare travelers turned entrepreneurs, now traveling the world for a year. Welcome back to the show. So this week we wanted... So we've been on the road now for two weeks, and we've been in Rome for two weeks. We officially kicked off our year of travel that we've been talking about for 10 years. Yeah. (laughs) And we've been in Rome for two weeks, and we wanted to jump back on and talk about budget stuff. Mm. Because if you remember, we did a whole budget series on this podcast as we were gearing up for our year of travel. This was like last year. It's episodes 51 through 54. So if you want to go back and check those out, they're super helpful to to help you figure out what kind of traveler you are um, and being able to plan and think about your budget and how Mm -hmm. much money you want to save if you want to take an extended period of time off. But now that we're actually on the road and we're doing the damn thing and it's been two weeks, we've basically just been completely blowing through our budget. And so we wanted to jump on because we get a lot of money questions. It's a huge thing, right? Like how much money does it take? How much are you spending? All that. So we wanted to just kind of do an updated version of uh, behind the scenes, what's going on with the budget and some tips and and different things to think about. Well, I mean, did you think... I mean, I kind of knew that we were going to, this was going to be, I wouldn't say a hurdle, but something that we'd have to really, I mean, it's, it's like hard to put into words. Like I knew this was going to be something that we were going to be like, can we do it? And how far are we going to be off? A budget has never been our strong point. No. We've been, we've talked about this before. We've never been great at budgeting. We've always been really great at setting a goal financially. So if like we're trying to pay off a credit card or some kind of a bill or something, we can like really just get put all of our money towards that. And we're so good at like getting stuff done in that way. But when it comes to actually having a budget, I mean, even when we were working full time, we'd be like, our budget for the week is $30. Cause that's like <laughs> all we would have left over. And then we'd be like, fuck it, like let's go to Wasabi and spend 200 right. and like blow all of our money for like the month. Right. Like we've never been great at sticking to it. So I knew that this was gonna be something that would be a bit of a learning curve. Um, yeah, yeah. Because we really, we always go back and forth between we really having experiences and traveling in a way that we want to travel and doing the things we want to do is super important to us, right? Like I'm not going to come to Rome and eat ramen noodles just so I can go to Rome. Or like, just to please. Right. Which, which are which are fried, um, oh my God. Risotto balls. Risotto balls. Yeah. And they're amazing. They're amazing. They're like a dollar or a euro. But... When we go somewhere, so it's like finding that balance between really having the experience you want to have, enjoying ourselves, saying yes to things that we want to do, which we have no problem doing, and also, you know, being conscious of the, the budget and, the, ba- and um, the money we're spending. Yeah, the balance between experiences versus... But I always knew, because you hear like all these budget travelers and mm-hmm. stuff, they talk about, okay, so you go here and, and you know, you're in, in Venice and you're not going to get a slice of pizza. You're going to get uh, go to the store and get um, Easy Mac. Right. It's like I just knew that would, ne- yeah, that you're going to save a shit ton of money doing that, but is that the type of experience you want to have? So that's kind of what we're going to get into because I think it's important to understand what type of traveler you are, what's important for you, which we really dove into on that budget series, so go back. But it really helps you identify what can you skimp on 
and what are you wanting to indulge in and then also just kind of the reality of what the last two weeks have been like for us when it comes to our budget yeah no i mean just first before we get into that couple updates we have released which i want to say i'm really proud of us okay um this is a dislocating my own shoulder patting myself on the back kind of thing wow but we've been traveling it was right out the gate we did two podcasts on time and release two YouTube videos on time and have footage for two more weeks done and completed before we even leave Rome tomorrow. Yeah. Which would be Monday. Yeah. Or, yeah, Monday. I'm really proud of us. I'm I really know. I'm really proud of us. That is another thing. Um, when we say we're gonna do something, we're usually really good at that. Oh, besides yeah. budgeting. Besides <laughs> Besides budgeting, yeah. So definitely go check out those videos on YouTube. We'd love for you to comment, like, and just you know share some love on, on the YouTube channel. Well, yeah, because uh, you didn't even finish what you were saying, but every Sunday we said we were going to release a new YouTube video on our channel, Kim and Aaron, and we just released our second one today. On time. On time. And the podcast, but I also think because those are two things we really genuinely enjoy. Mm -hmm. We love to do them. We're always going to do them no matter what. It's been fun for us to film. This is a whole nother podcast topic, but also trying to balance, you know, working and all the things that we want to do and traveling and trying to film and squeezing everything in has been a challenge as well. And what that does to the budget. And what that does to the budget. Okay. Anyway, that's another that's another episode, but I think uh, that's definitely something we're learning mm -hmm. along the way. So go check out our YouTube videos. We would so love some love on them. Mm -hmm. Aaron works his little dick off to get them edited and really puts a lot of time and attention and love into them. And it's something we just genuinely enjoy and have fun with. And so the first one was us traveling here to, to Italy in first class or business class, and then the second video was our Rome food tour. And an amazing experience, dinner experience, that was totally unexpected. Oh my gosh, that was we, like the best thing. We literally thing. went and thought we were just gonna film us eating authentic Roman pasta, but the sommelier got involved, the server got involved, the, the helpers of the servers got involved, they were all like filming and taking pictures and getting involved in the video and the, the People eating were like sitting with us and asking us questions and we were all talking. It became this like communal event just because we were filming, which made for a really cool, unexpected experience. hundred percent. They made everything. Oh, yeah. They really did. And the food was fantastic. Oh, but uh, yeah, so that was a really, really fun video. Mm -hmm. We actually laid in bed last night and had some wine and watched it twice well we watched both of them yeah. we love watching our own videos but i was like wow this was actually really fun yeah. um so yeah so definitely check those out and then backpack update so i wanted to say too we have been on the ground for two weeks we wear these backpacks every single day mm -hmm. for for two weeks like Every day there on our back, we walk 10 miles a day. We are go, go, go. And Aaron's carrying the camera gear. Extra batteries, lenses. We're putting everything. them to work. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, again, not just because we created these backpacks, but they are freaking genius. Yeah. And they have made just the city travel so easy to know that we have our cash, we have our euros, like up in the front pocket the coins for a tip we have our credit card we have our vaccine card which we do have to show when we go inside somewhere so that's right there we can easily pull it out and then having the phone on the other side for pictures and stories and all of that just having it all right there has been so convenient but then also being in this crazy crowded city and we're in tight spaces sometimes with a lot of people around us just knowing like nobody is we don't have to worry about somebody going into our back pocket and like taking out our passport or taking out our our wallet i don't know it's just putting it in action has been it exceeded my expectation well, for me there was two things that i never even thought thought through well the first one i did and i have noticed the fact that you're walking through rome i have the camera equipment i want to put the camera in my backpack so it's not just always just out and about and things like that it's a lot more comfortable obviously but when you're 
Like, hey, I want to grab an espresso. The espresso scene in Rome is quick. You go to the counter, you order it, you pay, you, you take your shot, and you kind of move on, right? So if you're always digging through your backpack for your wallet that you've had to hide because you don't want people to pick it out of your bag, like just having the euros and the cash right there in my front pocket without having to take my backpack off, sit my espresso and out the door I go has been literally life-changing. And I realized, what did I do before this? It was, like, uh, it's insane. There was a lot of cursing, a lot of grunting, a lot of like being annoyed. And not wanting to do it. Because, and keeping things in your pocket, oh, which I hate. I hate Anything that. in my pocket. But the thing that surprised me the most was last night. And putting the phone in the phone pouch and walking through the city. Now, Rome is, for me, it's a maze. I mean, I don't know how people navigate this stuff, but having my phone pocket with the volume on and navigating through the streets and it'll say, take a right at Via Lucerna. And then it vibrates when we're getting close, the hepatics go off. And so I know, oh, we need to turn here. I don't even have my phone out. Mm -hmm. And being able to navigate through the city by my phone being in the phone pouch has been like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah, so. it's been amazing. So we say all of that to say, and if you don't know what we're talking about, we, <laughs> we're talking about our Travis's backpack that we created with the patented straps that we're super excited to bring into the world. But September 12th will be the day. So when they shipped, they said it would be 45 to 60 days. So, you know, we're just kind of wandering around until we get an email from Amazon saying, hey, like your bags have arrived. And so we're just, you know, hanging out to see when that's going to happen. But September 12th will be 45 days. So that's when we kind of have to keep our eyes and ears open. But it it could go on, you know, for another two weeks. But we're hoping by the end of September, the bags will officially be launched on Amazon and be out into the world for all of our travelers. What a crazy so feeling. I've kind of lost that feeling because we've been so out of it, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but anyway, yeah, we're just so excited about it and just having it here and being like, okay, it's comfortable and it's you know efficient and it's everything that we always knew it was and wanted it to be. But using it every day is like, wow, yeah, this is amazing yeah i mean i wear it to dinner when we're like yeah. dressed up and like i don't know it, it just works it works it works it's, it's a great travel companion it really is it is your best travel friend yeah. all right so i think that's all the things we wanted to say and then let's get into the budget stuff huh let's do it originally we said we were gonna do a hundred dollars a day. Okay, so that's what we did like last year. <laughs> and we were giving ourselves wiggle room we're because we were talking about South America. So you got to say that too. Originally, we thought we were gonna be in Mex like yeah, starting in Mexico and then going into South America first. So we thought, oh, a hundred dollars a day—that's easy, right? So then we said, well, when we're in Europe. It will be 150 a day because Europe's more expensive. When you come to Europe, you're, yeah. you're just going to spend more money. When you're comparing it to a South America or a Southeast Asia, it, it's just a fact, right? You're choosing to travel through a more expensive part of the world. Well, and the euro has 18 cents more value currently right now at the time of this recording than the U.S. dollar does. Right. So, you know, our, we're not even matching dollar for dollar here. Right. So, and another thing too is that... So right now we're in Italy and we plan on being in Italy for the next month, probably or so, um, maybe a little bit longer. I mean, we're just kind of seeing how everything's going with COVID and all the things, but we're like, we're in Italy. We're not leaving. No. Like we're not leaving this country. They can't make us leave. So we, we knew Italy was such a big part of our trip. It was something we were so excited about and it, it just has so much, um, oomph to it like we knew we were going to go big in italy right we wanted to rent a car we wanted you know to go into tuscany and go into the mountains and really make like this kind of big elaborate trip the food the wine everything so this was kind of like the big aha for us yeah so we knew that this was the one thing that we said that if we could only do one thing what would it be we both agreed that it would be just explore the shit out of italy yeah I was like, God forbid, knock on wood, I, you know, we, we do have to come home or something. If we got to really do this trip through Italy that we've planned, I would be like, I would walk away being like, 
so happy. It's a great experience. Right. So anyways, we knew this is kind of, we're going to go bigger here mm-hmm. than we are going to be in other places. And so we're kind of looking at it too. It's like we're going through our budget faster, but once we get out of Europe, which we can only be here for 90 days anyways, right? So we only have a three month max. It's not like we could stay here forever because that's just how the visa works. So once we move out of here and we go to like South America or Mexico or Southeast Asia, whatever we, wherever we end up going, we're going to really make up the difference. So we'll be able to pull back because those parts of the world are so much cheaper and you really 100%. can get by on a lot less. I mean, even Eastern Europe, Exactly. Yeah. Croatia, Turkey. Super cheap. It's just like this Western part of like Italy. (laughs) Like we're we're the part we're like living our best lives in. (laughs) So that being said, so $150 was our budget. Now $150 explaining, like we said, we have those podcasts, we really break them down, but that is a housing for the day and what you do during the day. Now, we did kind of exclude... um, Long-haul plane flights. Long-haul plane flights and, um, like, excursions. True. That's true. Because that's something that we're just like, if you travel, you're going to do excursions. Like, come on. It's kind of... Yeah. So, yeah, I guess you have to kind of look at that, too, right? Yeah. Are you going to include that into your (laughs) daily budget? We decided that that probably wouldn't be a part of our daily budget. That if we're going to go do, you know, something bigger, that's going to come out of something else, right? Savings, whatever. So we've been blowing through $150. I shouldn't say blowing through, but we were like, maybe we should up it to $200 a day. If we upped it to $200, we'd have been hitting budget every day. Okay, perfect. You're right. Except on the big dinner nights. Well, even on those. For YouTube. Even on the no, and no, for us. Well, no, for us. But yeah, even no. Um, no, we've saved between one hundred and fifty and two hundred dollars, basically, almost every single day. And the so, for instance, like our hotel room that we're in is sixty-seven dollars a night. So that's seventy bucks a night. Okay, so that's always going to come out of the budget, regardless, right? So then we would have eighty bucks left for the day. And again, we're talking about two people here. So, you know, right. Right. Um, but we're staying in a really great location in a neighborhood that we wanted to stay in. I mean, I will say our room is not like luxury by any means. I mean, no, we have a bed, it's basic and air conditioning and a bathroom. It's super and basic. And a small fridge. The small fridge has been helpful. Super helpful, mm-hmm. but very basic. It's yeah. not even anything fancy. We're paying for location. We're paying for location and they also put a VAT charge on the room. So originally it was less. And then when you actually get in, they charge you more. So that's something to think about too. A lot of places in Europe do that, or at least in Italy. So, okay. So Can't so, you get that back though? Yeah, they have that whole thing in the airport where if you spend like a certain amount, you get like your VAT back, but I don't know how it works yeah, or anything. We need to look that up because that could be a good... I mean, if, it, if you're spending a lot, then yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess it's something to look into. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyways, $67 a night, so that comes right off. Now, again, going back to knowing what kind of traveler you are, Aaron and I love food. The last two weeks in Rome, so we we came to Rome, actually. Fun fact, fun story, back in 2013, and it was our first uh, big international trip that we did together. We took a cruise, first and only cruise, never do it again, but... We got to see a lot of different parts of Italy and we were like, we want to come back one day and be able to do it on the ground and really dive in. We didn't like how quick paced the cruise was and all of that. And so anyways, we came to Rome. We were here for 12 hours and we did the Sistine Chapel, the Vatican, St. Peter's Basilica, like all the things, right? Colosseum. Colosseum. Fountain. It was like, bam, 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 bam. Like we got all that in. So this time we've already done that. Like I don't need to do that again. You know, that's just not our vibe. Like we, we really wanted to focus on the Rome food culture and, Mm -hmm. and really dig in there. So our whole idea was to spend the next or spend the two weeks eating and drinking and just really exploring the food. And that's exactly what we did. Now we've spent 
some money on night really nice dinners now granted you don't have to there's tons of great places you can go get a good meal wine all of the things that aren't going to be super expensive but we ended up going to a couple places that were what like 150 dollars euro Mm -hmm. i think that was only one place that was da francesca and we went there because of bobby flay and giada went there on their discovery plus show bob and giada through italy and they they brought basically brought all four of the Roman pastas and said this is the place that they do such a good job of creating these Roman pastas that you should come here. And so we're like done. Like what a great video to show the four classic Roman pastas and eat some amazing Roman pasta. Granted, that turned into that whole thing with the experience on the video where we tried tiramisu and he was like coaching us through and he wanted us to get a you know he did a good job of giving us a complete roman experience but that cost a lot and we had a bottle of wine a beautiful the sommelier came over and and we got a beautiful bottle of wine and yeah they made they made not only did we get the pasta but they made us special things like Mm -hmm. so we got a full roman experience but yeah so that was super expensive um and then we had another dinner at felice's that was also expensive yeah but we, we ordered a shit ton of food. So right. we eat a lot, but it was the bottle of wine that was that really made up the difference. On the flip side of that, we also, our first night here, went to our absolute favorite pizza place. <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. I know, we're like, tonight's our last night in Rome. We're like, do we go back to the pizza place or do we go back to try one more pasta dish that we didn't get to... We didn't get to try carbonara at the place da Francesco's that we wanted to because mm-hmm. we heard it was the really Amatichana. good there. Right. So anyways, we're like, as we're recording this, we're like, should we do pizza? Should we do pasta? But we went there our first night. We had the most delicious pizza we had the entire trip. And we got a liter of house wine. So just to put that in context, most your bottles of wine are 0.75 liter. So we got a liter for eight euro. Yeah. Which was like 10 US. 10 And it was phenomenal. It was one of the best meals we ever had here. And it was it was super cheap, right? Mm-hmm. We also went to another local place that wasn't as expensive either. So there's definitely some mix and matching here. But we've chosen, and we did a food tour. We, we chose to do a private food tour because for us, that's really important. Because we got to meet Arturo, who was so much fun, and we had this one-on-one experience with him, and he showed us all these great places. Okay, funny what? story, just side story. So we did the private food tour with Arturo, and Kim and I were talking about it yesterday, and we were like, damn, like, I just really felt like we were hanging out with a friend of ours. Like, it was, I forgot it was like a real food tour, because we were just going around to his places. He was popping into, like people that own these bars that he had worked with in the past and like we were just in there hanging out and it was a really awesome experience and kim and i were in the um uh trecha oh my gosh what's the market testaccio testaccio market and we're sitting there and i look up and here comes a group and arturo is leading the group and so in the middle of it we just walked up to him and he like freaked out in the most awesome Roman way and like was loud and made a scene and gave us like the biggest Mm -hmm. hug and he was like what are you doing still here and we're like we're eating and getting fat and he's just laughing and he's just giving us big hugs and it was really cool to be like damn like we had that experience then saw him again in front of a big group and he's just like giving us the biggest hug and the warmest welcome it was just it was totally awesome it's right and like that kind of experience is totally worth it to us because he was a friend okay he also he became a friend he gave us his phone number and on whatsapp and i was i've texted him a couple of times but last night aaron and i were going back and forth about we made a bet on if this was a church or not the right church and so i was like you know what F this, I'm texting Arturo. And I like texted him and he got right back to me. And he's like, oh my gosh, you guys are so funny. Laugh out loud, whatever. But he gave us his number. He gave us a whole list of places and and why we like to do a food tour in the very beginning of our stay. So it was like the first day we were here because he gave us a whole list of places that he would go, right? So it's like, these are the, these are great places. Check these places out. This is like the local spots that like me and my friends would go to, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we value that. So for us paying for that experience, which I think it was like $300 for both of us to, to do mm-hmm. a private 
it was worth it, right? For us, it was completely worth it. So you have to look at a whole of what's important to you. For us, food is super important to us. Having a beautiful meal, having a beautiful bottle of wine. Not every meal, but sometimes. But I, I'd say I'm, I more or less want to pay for the knowledge. Because mm. when you're sitting there and you're walking through and all these people are coming up to you and they're like, go here. And then you see crowds and you're just not sure. And maybe you're not good at researching as much as we are and understanding like we dive into the ins and outs of food and what to look for and what to look for in the restaurants and how to see what's a touristy restaurant or not. And like, mm. but just having their verification of like, yeah, like go here, go here. Here's a list of places that you want to go that you'll leave Rome and feel like you've conquered it. And that's what I pay for. A hundred percent. We learned so much from him on so many different things. And it's funny because walking around, right? You only know what you know. We say that about everything. And as you learn and gain more knowledge, you make different types of decisions. And had we not learned so much from him, there's so many restaurants that surround us in the neighborhood we're staying in. It's like where everybody comes to go out to eat. And there's so many touristy places that, and again, touristy is not like this horrible word. No. But usually that means that they're catering to, you know, somebody who's not a local, which they don't intend for you to come back, right? It's kind of like a one-off. And so the quality of the food usually isn't as good. And you can get a much better meal at a more authentic place for usually a lot cheaper. And the touristy places are a lot more expensive as well because they're counting on those, you know, that. And they're turning tables. And they're turning tables. And that's, again, when you come to Rome, you want the authentic Italian experience. Like, honestly, I want to sit at a table and literally not have the server come over. And it take five hours. And we're sitting there and we're just talking and having great wine and, like, they're not trying to turn me like I am in the United States. And that's unfortunately what a lot of these touristy places do because they know Americans are used to that. And so they give you the food, which you think, because yes, it has the Italian ingredients on it and it might not be the best, but it's still good food, but then they're turning you out. So it's not the full experience. And so you just really have to decide how important is that to you? Right? Like, is it about seeing the sights and just getting something in your belly and saying that you've eaten at a restaurant in Rome? Fantastic. Well, then those places are great. But if you really want to dive in and get an authentic experience and get the real quality food of people making it in their apartment kitchen and bringing it downstairs to help with the kitchen load and the real place and the grandmother and the family is cooking then you find the local places. Exactly. I mean, it's just that simple. I mean, most of our dinners have lasted like three hours. Average. And it's, yeah, you just, you have your wine and then they bring, you know, the the, <laughs> the starter and then they bring the salad. And it's like, I never thought that we would be eating in that type of a way, but I'm obsessed with it. I can't imagine eating in any other kind of way now. Another funny side story. Last night, we went to Arturo's favorite Roman pizza place. And they kind of rushed us through. Yeah. Like they literally, I told Kim, I was like, they just brought our pizza, but we still had our salads on the table and we had just got our bottle of wine and we were kind of chit-chatting and I've grown accustomed to this, which is a weird thing for me. I'm usually the one, even in the United States, I'm antsy at a table. You shovel the food in and like you want to go. Right. And so like they rushed us through and I kind of got a little upset. Like, I was pissed. Yeah, like dude. like I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. But I was just like, why? Just because we're American, you think like we're we're trying to rush through it? Like, And it's funny because we were there for well over an hour. Oh, so, yeah. But yeah, it felt like that rush. And that was the first time that I had ever felt that here. But it was a local place. But it was a local place. I think, well, it's funny because when we, when we walked up, the guy... One of the guys who works there was sitting at the table. He had a whole table full of these massive, beautiful mushrooms. And he was just sitting there like cutting up the mushrooms and like cleaning the mushrooms. And there was some on the table we were sitting at. And then we came up and we were like two. And he like moved the mushrooms off the table. He goes, I'll sit here. And we were like, okay. Yeah. but yeah, so we we appreciate those types of experiences. And then on the other side of that too, there's times that, for instance, we went and had a, an aperitif, mm-hmm. which is like an Italian happy hour where you have a cocktail and they bring you some food. And we went to like the most touristy place because we wanted to sit and have a drink and look at the Pantheon. 
100%. So it depends, and we paid the, the premium price for that. 100%. That was almost more than some of our meals. Right. So it depends on, again, what's your vibe? What are you looking for? Which, again, we this is what we get into in the YouTube video. And also, I did an Instagram post where I share all the tips that Arturo uh, mm-hmm. shared with us. Yeah, that and was awesome. I also love because it's not obviously this is for international i mean we're internationally traveling right now and we like to ask locals where to go and all of that but this is also for u.s travel and even healthcare travelers like these are the things that we would do and look for when we would move to a new city it was like okay you ask the people you work with where do we go for this where do we where do we go like where's the good places so it's a it's applicable no matter where you're traveling right a little funny story is we'll get even in the u.s right we get uh so we had Dar Poeta, which was our favorite pizza place that we had our first night. Somebody gave us that recommendation from Instagram. And mm-hmm. so we went there and we've done this in the United States before where somebody will recommend like a sushi place and we'll go to it and it will be like a bad sushi restaurant. And we're like, oh, they're off the list. So anything that they've recommended, they no longer have status. They're out. And so there's been people that have been like, okay, like they recommended a sushi place. We went, it was phenomenal. We're like, all right, let's go to their next place. And then we'll be like, okay, they're two for two, so let's just hound them for everywhere they go because they're two for two on like really good places. And it's just kind of funny because that girl recommended Dar Poeta, but then she also recommended Donkey Punch, oh. which we ended up finding, and it was phenomenal. We just filmed that today because I was like, I got to get that on film before we leave because um, we're doing a smorgasbord video um, of everywhere that we went in um, in Rome that didn't fit into like the storyline of the video. Yeah, which last thing I'll say about that, the food stuff, because then we'll get back into the budget because yeah. we just went down like a, a foodie scene yeah. or a foodie side street. But the best way to find these kinds of experiences is just by asking the local people 100%. and not being afraid to like put yourself out there, even if you feel silly and just asking the people. Like we found a place because we were at this uh, local trattoria that our guide told us to go to and the table next to us they had this cute little dog and it was actually a massive dog and it kept coming over and it was like begging for food but he was really cute it it was one of those things was like it was a normal dog begging for food but of course when you're in italy he was like the most well-mannered well-mannered begging for food yeah it's like that's what italian dogs do they beg for food and so it was just so cute he was so cute for me yeah we were like he was wearing like a beret (laughs) french i know we were like petting the dog or whatever and so then we started talking to the family and the the dad was like how did you guys find this place because this is a local spot and that place just happened to be next to a couple different touristy places that had these like beautiful patios with twinkling lights and all these things and then you know, the place we went was, you know, not that fancy. Yeah. But that's where Arturo was like, this is where, this is where you want to go. Like, this is the family run place where they're cooking the food upstairs. They're bringing it down. And that's where the guy was like, um, okay, so you've got to go to this place, Felice's, and you've got to try the carbonara. It's incredible. And he said, listen, it used to be a local hotspot. It used to be a local gem. And sometimes local places, they always start local, but the food is amazing and word gets out. So it becomes quote unquote touristy or more crowded, but it's that way for a reason. And they've kept up the quality and the food is still that's really good. And that's the kicker. So those are the things you want to try to like decipher. Yeah. Okay. Well, back to the budget. Just, just real quick on that, because he did say go for the carbonara. Kim and I had a better carbonara at another place we went to um, by the Pantheon, which was weird, right? Mm -hmm. It was down the street of the Pantheon, wasn't touristy, very authentic, Mm -hmm. but is very well known around the world. Um, But it was next to the Pantheon, Mm -hmm. so that was kind of whatever. But we had a better carbonara there, but I had the best Cascio Pepe Mm -hmm. at that place. Save them for the video. Go watch the video. We'll get get all the things on the video. Okay, so, all right, so back to the budget. So we knew we were going to be spending more. And, oh, the, what I wanted to say was, too, there's, of course, oh, because we did um, a food and wine pairing. Mm. And that was, like, uh, $150 or something. No, no, no. For I think it was okay. for both of That's us. That's not bad. But, you know, that was such a cool experience. And we met 
like a, we sat with a cool group of people and we became friends and we just had great conversation and we learned so much from the sommelier and then he sat with us and like it was just a cool experience so like we are all about paying for those kinds of things so that being said you can we met a traveler on a walking tour that was staying in a hostel right so you can stay in a hostel you could eat souply every single day you could eat a slice of pizza you know, all day, every day. So there are definitely ways that you can come and travel and stay within your budget, of course. We have just chosen not to do that. <laughs> no, we, and again, I think that all goes into the fact of like, and, and I mean, it's, it's actually raising a really good point in my, in my brain right now. It's kind of rattling around here, but there's that thing of like, where it's hard to say no because of money. Now, granted, I'm not, I don't feel like we're being crazy. No. I don't think we're being like nuts. Like you and I are eating fruit from the, which that's actually not, it's pretty good price. It's at a, the local shopping little area. Mm-hmm. We grab fruit, oranges, bananas, and we have that for breakfast. So we're not like going out and eating American breakfasts for like a, you know, thousand euro. <laughs> and, you know, we're doing our shots of espresso, which is local. That's what people do. A euro. We're not trying to find like a Starbucks, which they don't have in Rome because the Roman people voted it down. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Um, but we're not going and doing the Americana. Like, you know, they do have American style where they'll load up a latte in a big cup for you. And we're not doing stuff like that. So I feel like we've been doing really well. But it's those experiences that, oh, people said go to this restaurant. And then you pull up the menu and you're like, damn, it's like... 15 euro for you know Casio Pepe and it's you know and then the appetizers and then the bottle of wine is expensive yeah. and so it's like I'm not gonna say no to that stuff so We're, that's where I'm battling is like I guess I again like I just keep looking at it as we're definitely not extravagant I mean we're not we are you know we've had some nice dinners but for lunch we'll have a slice of pizza or a sandwich somewhere you know like we're not even going that crazy um at all no even just one day we did our our hotel was 67 dollars. which p.s side note trail wallet is a great app for keeping your budget and and you can i just started using it a couple days ago but you can put in everything you're spending and with your daily a budget tells you exactly how much you have left And so even when one day we just had our hotel room, we had our espresso in the morning, we had a sandwich for lunch and like a slice of pizza. Like it wasn't even anything crazy and we still went over our budget. Yeah, it was like 154 or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what I was saying is I, I feel like I keep looking at this as we're going big, and we're gonna scale, we're three months, or we're in Italy for like a month because tomorrow we're leaving and we're gonna go rent a car and renting a car is another $45 a day. And then we're staying in a cabin in the Dolomites and we're going to like Garda and our room there, which again, isn't even a fancy room, but it was like $90 a night or even one of them was like a hundred. So that's, oh, I mean, there's our budget right there. Right. So between the hotel and the car, well, then we wouldn't even be able to eat. So like, we obviously know that's not realistic. So it's like, well, do we not want to go to the Dolomites? Do we not want to go to Lake Garda? Like, no, we, this Italy is big for us. So we want to do it. And so we're going to go for it and do all the things we want to do. And then we'll scale back at other parts of our trip. I and guess. that's what I was saying is like, I'm anxious to see with us keeping tabs, if we do this really well, the difference because there was times that you and I were in Bali in our first time and we were eating westernized restaurants but we were still well under a hundred dollars a day for our budget and so where does that balance out right we go spend time in Thailand and Bali and all those places and we're only spending twenty dollars a day U.S. dollars a day like so that added up where we went over by this much in, in Italy but it's all coming back down and so we're still staying on that $100 a day average throughout our trip. Exactly. That's kind of the goal. Yeah. But I, I do think our new average is still $150. Um, just because we do food tours pretty much everywhere. We do, you know, so the, those things will be kind of like added in. Mm-hmm. But also, I think another big point that we want to make too is that we make money. So this is important because our goal has always always been to travel to be location independent 
to work and to earn our own money while we're traveling. That's been key goal. That is what we have been working towards for years. I just want to interrupt. That's one reason why this has taken us 10 years to go on this trip. Because you and I have painted this picture. We set this kind of template of what we wanted it to look like. And then we achieved it. And we were like, now it's time to go. And we almost pulled the trigger a little bit too early, I think, in a way, thanks to COVID. COVID brought us back and got us back into that grounded kind of like how we want our trip Mm -hmm. to look. But yes, I've never really wanted to go travel the world until I've had some sort of income coming in on a regular basis to allow us to travel the way that we want to do. Because when you go and you do this kind of traveling, I want it to mean something when I go home and not some level of like, I, I, what did I say to you the other day? I think I personally feel there's a big difference in seeing a country and experiencing a country. I think it's huge because you can go and see it and walk through and say, oh, I've seen that. Yes, I've had pizza in Rome. Cool. But like, how much did you really experience it? And that's what I've always wanted to do. And so I'm, I think that's another thing going into like our budget and knowing that we are making money, which does help us along the way. Well, because we, again, this isn't for everybody, but like those who have followed us know that we've always, for years, we've been wanting to merge out of healthcare because that has kind of, the fire has burned out and we've wanted to work for ourselves and have our own business and be location independent. That's been so important to us. So again, like that's not everybody's dream, right? There's lots of people who just save up X amount of dollars. I have $10,000 and I am going to go travel the world until I run out of that money and then I'm going to come home and go back to work and all is well and I've had a great adventure. Correct. And that's perfect that's amazing. for so many people. That's exactly what you they want to do and what you want to do. For us, we wanted to do it differently. So we know that we have saved a certain amount of money and in our savings account. And that's fantastic, right? Like we could travel the world for a year. Well, the way that we're going through the budget right now, we wouldn't be able to go for a year. Yeah, like eight months. Yeah. Um, But we'll scale it back. So we'll kind of average itself out. But we know that in the back of our heads, because we make money through traveler school, and then we're going to be launching our backpacks, and that's going to be earning money too on Amazon. So we know that. I think that we would, I think the point I'm trying to make is that we would have a different mentality as well, I think, because a lot of travelers are like, I have X amount of dollars, then when it's over, I have to go home and they don't want to go home. So they want to, they want to spread that money so thin. So that's why they're eating the ramen noodles and, you know, the slice of pizza for breakfast, lunch and dinner where you and I know we have money coming in. So it's not that you know, this is all we have. And then we have to go back and take a contract and we don't want to do that. So I think we're a little bit more open and loose because um, we also earn money. So it's a little bit different, even though we're still trying to be conscious of budget regardless, just like we are when we're home in the States. Right. We're like that all the time anyways, because you want to save and you want to invest in all of the things. You don't want to just be blowing through money. Right. But it is a different mentality, I think, because we know that we have that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you and I experienced that our first time when we went to Bali and Thailand and the Philippines. We blew through our money so fast that we had to come home Mm -hmm. a lot faster than we thought we did. And I didn't like that feeling. That feeling sucked. Because we weren't ready. But we had to come home because we didn't have money. And so we had to take a contract and make money again. And yeah, so that was a completely different... Which I wish we would have went into it with a better budget plan and said, okay, we're going to be $100 a day travelers. This will get us that far. And we probably would have changed the game yeah. up a lot. And we would have eaten more local. And we would have done those things. 100%. I just think we're in a different mentality now. But that doesn't take away from the fact that we still set a goal and we're seeing that we're exceeding it. Um, exceeding it, I guess that'd be good, but uh, I'm no, saying we're going over our budget, which still, it's a challenge, and I like a challenge, and I think you and I are always looking for ways to improve and grow, and that's one thing that we're like, okay, like maybe we can tone it down, but I, I don't think from what I've seen here uh, that we're being extravagant. It's just more expensive than we thought. Yeah, and we're doing things that are a little bit more on the higher end when it comes to some food stuff that yes. we've done. I think that's really the biggest difference. But that's going to settle down. That's I'm so done with food. 
Like we I don't even want to go to dinner. Tonight. I know it's funny because you know I never thought I would even say that, but we have just been eating so hard for the last like two weeks that we are like okay, th- we have checked all the boxes. We've had incredible food, but we're ready for. That's why I'm excited to go into the mountains and like hike and have like some fish or even a steak and just vegetables. I need a break from the carbs and I love carbs and I never thought I would ever say that, but a little bit of a break. Um, well, I thought that you would say it. I didn't think I would ever say it because I'm one of those. I'm like, I'll just eat whatever's in front of me. Like, let's yeah. rock and roll. Like, this is what we have. Great. Like, fantastic. I'm forced to eat pasta. No problem. Forced Twist to my eat arm. Pizza, yeah. No problem. Like, ham you know everything like so i'm even to the point where it's like dude i could really use just like steak and vegetable and baked potato right oh, now yeah. or just like a fish and in a, in a vegetable beautiful oh, salad beautiful salad i will say too we paid 67 dollars a night for this room and looking back i would have paid more a little bit more in order to have some kind of a kitchenette because mm-hmm. there's even, you know, not a full functioning kitchen. Like we don't need a stove and all of that, but just a place because we, we have so many beautiful markets and produce and stuff around us. I would love to have been able to make our own salads and and uh, wake up. I could have gotten some instant coffee and just have some things in our own kitchen so we don't have to eat out every single meal. That would have been a really nice break. And it probably, probably would have ended up saving money by paying a little bit more to have that space. So moving forward, I'm always going to try, depending on where we are, but to have a place we could cook our own food. Oh, dude, I could name probably, I mean, we've been here 11 nights, probably four nights that I would have just loved to have gone to the local market, grab some seasonal vegetables and maybe like had some fish like already grilled up and like take it home or whatever it yeah. is that they had and like just had that for dinner. 100%. That would have been a cool experience too to like, you know, make your own dinner and your own, you know, Roman Yeah, you apartment. live and you learn. Yeah. I mean, it's like now we've done it once and moving forward, I will always look for that even if we have to pay more. So you got to kind of weigh on all your options here. But mm-hmm. anyways, if, you, if we wanted to do this episode because if, if – long-term travel, whether it's a year or three months or six or whatever it is, if it's something that you, you've been wanting to do and it's something that you'd like to do and you're inspired by, we wanted to really give some kind of behind the scenes, just of the financial side of things, um, because that's obviously a huge uh, player in all of this. So go back, listen to that whole budget series because we really, I think we did a really good job breaking things down. And then we wanted to do an update, just kind of letting, just How kind well of sharing, yeah, saying basically we, it's an epic fucking fail for us, <laughs> yeah. but it, that's just us in our personal experience. Um, and uh, we always want to keep it real and yeah. say what we're learning and what our challenges are and uh, hopefully be able to answer any questions you have and inspire you in some way. Yeah. So I've yeah. kind of started this, but what's your two week... Um, wrap up where how you feeling what do you think that's been good what do you think has been bad any improvements nothing bad um I feel I'm feeling great I'm transitioning like I said I think I said this last week much faster than I thought which is great um I'm definitely ready we've been in the city for two weeks and I'm a I love cities I love the hustle and bustle but I'm definitely ready for like just nature and some quiet and a little bit of a slower pace. And uh, yeah, so I'm ready to switch it up. Like I, I wouldn't want to stay in Rome for another day. It's kind of like with travel, healthcare traveling. After two months, you're like, all right, I'm done. I'm ready to go. I'm really feeling that here. I'm like, I'm done. I want to go. Let's leave. So ready to move on to the next place. Uh, two weeks was a long time to be here. What about you? I think, I mean, obviously echoing everything you said, but I think for me... I was worried about the first two weeks being like such a big transition mm-hmm. and not being able to keep up with the YouTube videos, not being able to keep up with uh, the podcast, like, you know, spending way more money than I thought we would spend. Just kind of, I didn't feel like we would be as um, streamlined this quick. We're killing and, it, bro. We're killing it. And the feeling of traveling, I thought I would have some feeling of like, oh, dude, I don't want to get out of bed today. 
Um, haven't really felt that way very much. Now, granted, we've slept in some, which has been really nice. But yeah. I think for the most part, I, I like that we've transitioned so well. I will echo exactly what you said. I am so excited to leave tomorrow. But that is us as travelers. We didn't come to just hang out in Rome, like just like healthcare traveling. Like you don't go to your first contract, maybe some people do, but to go full time. Like I'm a traveler to travel. Like I want to see different areas of the country. I want to see different hospitals. It's the same thing for us. Like I want to see as much as I can in this year of travel. And so Rome's been great. I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. I do feel the same way about like, I need some country time. I don't want to, I need a break from the city. Some quiet time. Some quiet and just, you know, some landscape and some beautiful like, hiking, hiking and lakes. And something active. And, you know, yeah. another thing is I'm impressed. We've walked so much and we've actually ran three or four days mm -hmm. in Rome. That's another thing that I'm proud of. So I think we've done a really good job transitioning. I think you and I have done well. We've only had a couple spouts. I think we just had our first like real big tiff today mm -hmm. and it's funny because it wasn't even that big but it's you know when you're with each other 24 7 you know we do everything together now granted i've been going for doing morning walks and i get out a little bit we'll kind of do our own thing a little bit but we're always together laundry. yeah <laughs> or you're editing mm -hmm. you know we, you gotta try to find a little bit of space but today was like the first day where it was like something so stupid. Oh, because I cut you off while you were on it doing a YouTube thing. And then that turned into like just being so annoyed with each other and there's nowhere to go. So I'm just like literally laying on the bed because I had a headache. And then you're just like walking around the room packing. Like we're just, you can only stay mad for so long because right. you're just, you're still right there. Right. And like, where am I going to go? Right. It's like, you know, we're, and yeah. We have one key. So I can't just like let you go up to the room and then I'm locked out. I so, know, that's you funny. Know. Yeah. But yeah, so I think we've done pretty well for the most part, like being with each other every second of the day, mm -hmm. trying to find boundaries and know what we each need to kind of like have our own space. And um, I, yeah, I just think overall I, I'm surprised at how well we're doing yeah. so stay tuned tomorrow we leave we're taking a train up to verona and then we pick up our car we're mm -hmm. getting a little car and we're driving up to lake garda yep. so next week we will be coming from the mountain somewhere yeah possibly yeah or tuscany who knows not t we won't be in Tuscany. We we'll either be in the mountains or in like one full week? Parma or something. Huh. Okay. Not Tus Tuscany's not yet. Okay. Patience. Parma love. or Modena. Yes. Mm, I'm looking forward to Modena. I'm looking forward to oh my gosh, just even all the food and stuff mm. there is so different. I know. Exciting. All right, let's all right. let's biz on out to out of here. Yeah. All right, I'm, guys. I'm actually reinvigorated with some food, so. I know. I'm like I'm hungry. I know. All right. Well, All right. thank you guys for being with us today. Leave us a review. Follow us on Instagram at Kim and Aaron G. That's definitely where um, we share all the real-time stuff on our Instagram story. So check us out there. And we will see you guys next Tuesday. Yeah. And the only thing I'll add is we have the Kim and Aaron G that you can reach out to us, ask us questions. But we also have the community line that's in the show notes. You can reach out. That is a texting line. We'd love to hear from you guys. Questions. Um, just being able to communicate back and forth while we're on this journey. So definitely uh, check that out. And uh, we will see you next week from somewhere in Italy.